Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Lit Minute, your weekly podcast for all things poetic, poetry, and poets. This series is produced by Get Lit Words Ignite, a nonprofit organization that uses poetry and spoken word to increase literacy and empower young people. My name is Jasmine Minchez, and in this podcast, we focus on the lives, history, and works of classic poets and modern-day contemporary poets. Today, we are going to be talking about Jesus Abraham Tato Laviera, or as he was always known by his beloved artistic community, Tato Laviera. Laviera was one of the most prominent poets, playwrights, and community activists of the New Yorican movement. He was born on September 5, 1950 in Santurce, Puerto Rico, and immigrated to the United States with his mother and siblings when he was nine years old. The family settled on New York City's Lower East Side, an area dubbed Luisaida by the large Puerto Rican community that already called the neighborhood home. Now, as we mentioned at the start of the episode, Tato Laviera's given name was Jesus Abraham, but the world remembers him as Tato. Tato was an affectionate nickname Laviera got from his brother, but the story of why he started going exclusively by that nickname is a lot darker. Basically, when Laviera started Catholic school in New York, his fifth grade teacher flat out refused to call him by his given name. Laviera was named for Jesus Christ and Abraham, the first Hebrew man to form a covenant with God in the book of Genesis. His teachers pushed him to go by Abraham, his middle name instead of Jesus, because he was an Afro-Latino immigrant who did not speak English. They were so prejudiced that they thought he was inadequate for his own name. So he started going by Tato instead. This story is a harsh reminder that despite having the foundation of the vibrant Loisaiva community, Laviera and his family still faced pervasive racism and colorism as immigrants to New York City. If there are any musical theater fans listening, you may be familiar with West Side Story, Leonard Bernstein and Stephen Sondheim's classic Romeo and Juliet adaptation about the vicious and ultimately tragic rivalry between two Manhattan street gangs, the White Jets and the Puerto Rican Sharks. Racial tensions were high and immigrants to the city faced intense struggles as they fought for representation and social justice in their communities. La Viera was always awake to these challenges, and because he was the child of a writer and a philosopher, he knew early on that he could use his creativity to advocate for his immigrant community. As a child in Puerto Rico, La Viera had seen his mother study with Juan Boria, a prominent Puerto Rican poet, and he attended political demonstrations with his older brothers and sisters. When he was nine years old, his uncle took him to see Afro-Antiano poet Luis Pales Matos perform, which had made such an impression on young Tato that he began developing his own lyrical style by writing jingles. So from a young age, Laviera really knew what he was about. He graduated from Seward Park High School in 1968 and briefly studied at both Cornell University and Brooklyn College, but he felt compelled to return to his community on the Lower East Side. There, he quickly showed his talent as a community organizer and dynamic leader, and although he dedicated his life to poetry full-time in the 1970s, he never really left that role. La Viera wrote and staged energetic and musical live performances of his poetry. He frequented the New Yorican Poets Cafe in the East Village, a landmark space for spoken word performances and the backbone of Luisada's artistic community. It has been serving the community since 1973 in the same unassuming building on East 3rd Street, between Avenue B and C. The cafe's name, New Yorican, is a clever portmanteau of New Yorker and Puerto Rican, 
It helps describe an emerging hybrid cultural identity with its own distinctive art, music, and language, and La Viera was at the forefront of the whole movement. Over the long course of his career, La Viera wrote several poetry books, 16 plays, and numerous songs for the stage. He also performed his work extensively until the end of his life. He published his first collection, La Careta Made a U-Turn, with Arte Publico Press in 1979. And in 2012, he got to witness the performance of his last work, the musical play, The King of Cans, telling the story of unhoused folks collecting cans to survive on the streets of New York. Throughout all those years, La Viera's signature was using Spanglish, a dynamic cross between Spanish and English, to write with candor and joy about the interplay between his Afro-Caribbean roots and the city he loved. The titular poem of his 1985 collection, American, is the most widely anthologized Puerto Rican poem and brought La Viera's term for the identity of his Puerto Rican immigrant community, another brilliant portmanteau like New Yorican into the mainstream. In an interview with the website Latino Rebels, La Viera explains the cultural heritage at the root of his innovative language. He says, quote, Puerto Rico in particular intertwines Caribbean black Spanish. We dare to claim it. It is a source of pride and we are not linguistically crippled. My claim to fame is I can experiment and sound intelligent with my linguistic experiments, end quote. Despite his struggles with diabetes and blindness in his later years, La Viera continued to use his art to support his American community. He even hosted poetry readings in the shelter where he stayed during a period of homelessness due to his health issues in 2010. Even as his body failed him, La Viera never lost the signature joy, warmth, and vitality that still animates the words he left behind. He was finally able to move into his own apartment in East Harlem, when his community rallied to find him a home, beyond grateful to the poet for what he and his art had meant to the city. He passed away on November 1st, 2013, at the age of 63. Today, we'll be reading one of La Viera's most famous poems called My Graduation Speech. And even though Tato isn't actually doing the reading today, his spirit is so present in these lines that he may as well be in the room. Forget capitalization and traditional punctuation. This poem is music, a song calling out from a transistor radio on a rusty fire escape on a hot New York summer day, the volume rising and falling as the poet adjusts the signal. La Viera writes in classic Spanglish here, so if you're not bilingual in English and Spanish, you may not catch every word exactly. But that's the idea. Experience what it is to be in between the languages, and go along as the poet seeks to carve out an identity in harmony with the words of everywhere he is from. Here is My Graduation Speech by Tato Laviera. I think in Spanish, I write in English. I want to go back to Puerto Rico, but I wonder if my kink could live in Ponce Mayawis and Carolina. Tengo las venas aculturadas, escribo en Spanglish, Abraham en Español, Abraham in English, Tato in Spanish, Taro in English, Tonto in both languages. How are you? ¿Cómo estás? I don't know if I'm coming or si me fui ya. Si me dicen barranquitas, yo reply, ¿con qué se me come eso? Si me dicen caviar y digo, a new pair of Converse sneakers. Ahí supe que estoy jodido. 
Ahí supe que estamos jodidos. English or Spanish, Spanish or English, Spanglish. Now, dig this. Hablo lo inglés matao. Hablo lo español matao. No sé leer ninguno bien. So it is Spanglish to matao. What I digo. Ay, virgen, yo no sé hablar. What I love most here is the total lack of pretension. No putting on airs about having it all figured out. No poet riding in on a white horse to share some great big truism about how he's resolved once and for all what it should feel like to immigrate to a new country. And thank goodness for that. The title, My Graduation Speech, invokes all the polished gung-ho sentiments traditionally offered to graduates, but I think the irony fits pretty well. I mean, a more honest graduation speech would acknowledge the fear and uncertainty that so many graduates feel on the precipice of such a huge change. La Viera welcomes us in and takes us into his confidences from the beginning. Quote, I think in Spanish, I write in English, I want to go back to Puerto Rico, but... But New York is in him too. His native Spanish, his learned English, it's all part of him and carries into his art as well. English or Spanish, Spanish or English, Spanglish. He is looking for a space outside the dichotomy where he can write in a voice that feels like his own. I never was much good with either of them, he seems to say with a wink. The happy ending is that an in-between does exist, and this poem is the written proof. The potential to create something new while honoring the words we inherit animates La Viera's art, a love letter to so many other bilingual folks taking their thoughts in and out of translation. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us on all things Tato La Viera. Make sure that you share this podcast with your friends and family members, and we will see you guys next week. Bye! Get Lit Minute is a production of Get Lit Words Ignite. This podcast is produced by Samuel Curtis, executive produced by Diane Luby Lane, and engineered by Cyrus Roberts. This episode was researched and written by Mila Erko Frank. Our production coordinator is Sofia Denunzio, Lucas Lane is our digital editor, and our editorial advisors are Kelly Grace Thomas and Colleen Hamilton. Special thanks to the entire GetLit staff and donors who make this work possible, the teachers who use this podcast to educate their students, and to all students of life everywhere for tuning in and spending time with us today. If you want to hear more, check out the rest of our episodes on our website, getlit.org. That is G-E-T-L-I-T dot O-R-G. See you then!